your your core values are what make you who you are as a person. Welcome to the 40 Fit and Fabulous podcast. Join your host, Mark Slight, as he gets the best information, inspiration, help, and advice from the world's best athletes, performance coaches, and health experts so that you can look, move, and feel your best at 40 and beyond. Remember, it's never too late to live the life of your dreams. Now here's your host, Mark Slight. Hello and welcome back to the 40 Fit and Fabulous podcast. This is episode 29 and part two of three with Brett Robbo. Now the key there is it's part two of three. If you haven't listened to part one, please, please, please go back and listen to it because it's amazing and it only gets better from this point on. First thing I'd like to say is uh, a little apology, actually. I'd like to apologize for the for the audio quality in part one on my part. I had some real tech issues this week and I don't know what quite went wrong there, but uh, at the tail end, the quality wasn't quite up to its usual standard. So apologies for that. The other thing to mention here, as this is part two of three, I did say a little while ago, as Brett's fiance Marie was on very early on in in the podcast Marie has actually got the highest amount of downloads out of all the podcast episodes apart from episode number one but episode number one always gets higher downloads because people tend to go back and listen to episode one so that aside Marie's podcast episodes are the highest downloaded of the podcast series so far so I did put out a little challenge um, to see how Brett would compare um, but obviously it's a little bit unfair if Brett's doing three episodes. So I'm only going to take the first two parts of this and we're going to take a little average and see which one of this beautiful couple actually ends up on top of the most downloads in a few weeks time. What are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to look a little bit at relationships to begin with. Why do we always pick the same destructive relationships? I get this a lot with my clients where ladies, for example, will always pick a maybe an abusive partner. And they always say, I always end up with the wrong man, always end up with the wrong man. But it comes from very early conditioning. Maybe in a lot of cases, maybe it's an abusive father. And it's just what that that person is used to in their life. And even though it might not be right for them, it kind of feels safe for them. So why do we always do that? Why do we revert back to what we feel is safe, even though it might be the wrong relationship for us? Core values, something that comes up a lot. Marie and I talked about it a lot in our two episodes together. Robbo's going to tell you what his are. He lives by his core values every single day, as we all should be trying to do. For me, fit, healthy, happy, and kind. I can break them down a little bit more, but they are my four key values, and they're what I live by every single day. What is spiritual health? Something that me and Robbo talk about quite a lot over these three episodes. What exactly does it mean? A lot of people can get confused by that. And then the dreaded life wheels. Okay, You get fantastic results from life wheels. You really do. But I'm telling you what, if you're honest, they are really, really tough. And they've caught me out a couple of times this year already uh, to the point where I think I'm doing really well in an area. Then you then you go on the life wheel, you give an honest assessment. You think, actually, really, Mark, you're not doing quite as well as you thought you were in that area. You need to uh, need to knuckle down and work a little bit harder there. And then what is success and what gives us success? Um, we're going to talk about small daily changes, small daily habits. That's what gives us gives us the success. So I don't want to tell you too much more. Me and Brett are going to break it down a lot more over the next 25 minutes. Grab yourself a cup of tea, grab a kombucha, grab a glass of water, sit back, kick your shoes off, relax and listen to part two with me and Australian mental strength coach, Brett Robbo. Hey mate, welcome back. Part two. 
Super excited to be with you again, mate. Super grateful for to tune in with your listeners. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know they're going to get a ton of information from this. So let's let's get straight back into it then. So one thing I've worked on a lot with my clients recently is relationships. Uh, that seems to come up a lot, uh, personal relationships, particularly like with partners. Um, and I find a lot of people, and, and they understand this, that they keep picking destructive relationships in life, maybe abusive relationships, emotionally abusive relationships. Now, I say that this is because this is what they're used to from a young age. Maybe their parents have have been in an abusive relationship. If let's say, let's take a lady who always picks an abusive husband, for example, maybe her dad was abusive to her mum, and that's what she knows. And, and that's, although it makes her unhappy, it's what she's comfortable with. It's what she knows and understands. So that's what she tends to gravitate towards. What's your views on that? Right. This can get quite deep. To be honest, I can't say I'm not speaking from a place of experience here. What I'll speak from is an understanding of human behavior. So what you're saying to those people can be true. And from listening to behavioral experts, I hear that being said. What I would say is that I would question the individual who's in the abusive relationship that stays in there, the one that's being abused is how connected is that person with their personal values? And then have they done the work to understand and identify what their true core values are? And then if they have, which most of us haven't, most people haven't done this. If they have, are you being brutally honest with yourself and making choices and decisions on a regular basis that are in line with your values so the answer there is probably no to the first one that they haven't identified their values or if if it's yes there then the answer to the second question is probably no i'm not making choices in alignment with my values so that seems really simple but that's the deep hard work that most people don't do and that's why we struggle with relationships whereas if you go into a relationship for the reason of this person has the same core values as me or when we're spending time together, it's in alignment with our true core values. So I value quality time. I value my health. I value gratitude. I value family. So everything we're doing is in alignment with those values. Whereas these people that are in abusive relationships, if they're not uh, in alignment with their values, they're not congruent. They're not living in alignment I can't speak to the comfort aspect of them staying in it. What I do know is that with relationships, it's often easier to stay in a relationship than to get out. And that's why we have so many people who have poor relationships because the whole thing about a breakup and if there's a house or if there's children or if there's heartache and things like that, 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 that seems too big of an obstacle to overcome. So let's just stay in this. Even if it's not abusive physically, even if it's not abusive verbally even if it's just a crap relationship you know when you're around people and you think why are these people together that it's it's embarrassing it's disgusting it's a waste of both their energies and you don't want to be around people like that and you think these two individuals are probably great humans when they're not together but it's just easier and i've seen it time and time and time again and 
I, I understanding human behavior at a deeper level. And this is why it's easier for me now to choose not to be around people like that. I've had friends that are in those relationships and I've stopped spending time with them because it doesn't fuel me. And uh, in answer to your question, you know, the, it's, it's definitely the value stuff, but there's also a lot of deep repatterning work that people don't visit. So if it's something that does come from the childhood, like you mentioned, then there is, you know, there's inner child work or deep repatterning or whatever you want to call it. I work in it in that capacity that I work uh, with my one-on-one clients where we go there because there's these blockages. We create our belief systems based on what we were experienced to early in life. So if we can find where those unhelpful belief systems stem from, then we can start to unpack it. So open communication is also one that needs to be uh, addressed in a relationship. But also then if one person doesn't understand themselves and their values and doesn't understand the perception model and where they're coming from and they're going to put up barriers. So they're going to feel like their barriers are being crossed if someone opens to them. I mean, there's so many ways that it's obvious that people should not be in relationships, but then it's being brutally honest with yourself and then taking that profound responsibility and just saying, well, you know what? I'm going to go through a bit of a challenge here, but it's better in the long run for, for me, my friends, my family, and probably even the person that's hurting me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got a bit of experience of that recently and it's, it's, you've got to ask tough questions. You've got to have tough conversations, but, and it will be tough for a little while, but ultimately it's, it's going to make everybody happier as, as you say. So you mentioned values a lot there. Now I, I know what you mean by the values. I've got my own core values. You've got yours. What exactly is a core value for people who don't know? your core values are now someone Katrina Webb who I had on episode one of the podcast who's a beautiful human soul and uh, she explains it as your true north it's like you they're like your guiding lights your your core values are what make you who you are as a person so it's not your habits because people, yes, our habits make us who we are, but they're often bad habits, so they make us unhealthy or unhappy. Our true core values are the things that tap into our true inner selves and, and that spark that alignment, that spark that congruency. Our true core values spark that happiness and that joy that we can experience all the time as humans. People might disagree there, but that's because they're not tapping into it in the right ways, but we can, that we're supposed to. So your, your values, your true core values are what make you who you are as that genuine, authentic person, not as the mask that you put on for other people, not as the unhelpful or unhealthy habits. It's your true core, authentic, genuine self. So for example, I know what makes me on feel on top of the world and happy and joyful. And my number one core value is my health, my physical, mental, and emotional health. And I put that before relationships. I put that before anything else, because if I don't have my health, then I'm not the best version of myself. So if I talk about being the best partner to my fiance, the best son to my parents, the best friend to my mates, but I don't put my health first, then how can I be my best self? It's actually not possible. People shift that the other way yeah, but if you actually had to order it then we if we don't have our health we don't have anything so that's what it is to me and then my other top core values are 
quality relationships and that means so that goes really deep with me and that means it's not just about spending time with people it's quality time with people it's understanding resonating at the same energy not having surface level conversations it's about uh, really connecting with humans uh, other ones of my top core values are around gratitude kindness giving all these things because i know that they make me feel good and that's what your true core values are all about Yep, making you making you smile every day. That's what they're about. Um, exactly. I mean, I've narrowed mine down to fit, healthy, happy, and kind. And I'm not I'm not going to break them down now. But essentially, it's exactly what you've just described. Every one of them is broken down into the words you've just used there. Um, you mentioned a lot earlier about spiritual health as well. Now that confuses people a lot because I think they confuse spiritual health with or spirituality with religion. Um, but we're not talking about religion, are we? Can you describe what you mean by spiritual health? Spiritual health is, it's referring to what and who we are on the inside from an, from an, from a heartfelt level. So to be more spiritual is to open your heart more. To be more spiritual is to tap into your heart. And when people talk about intuition, intuition has nothing to do with religion intuition and that feeling in your gut and that feeling in your heart that's that's when you talk about spirituality so spirituality is really opening up to understanding that there's more to you than your physical self now it might sound a little bit crazy to some people but the best way to think about it is that we're energy right we are energy and everything around us is energy as well so if we just assume that we are the physical presence, like we are just our muscles and our blood and our head and our arms and things like that, then that's so naive to understand what we actually are as an energetic being. So tapping into your spirituality is tapping into that energetic level and that heartfelt level. Religion is more around structured beliefs and the thing I like about religions is that there's community around it and people work together and support each other. The things I don't like about religions is when they are rigid belief systems to say, this is how it is and you must believe it or you're not part of this community. Yeah. Whereas spirituality is saying, be open-minded, be, have an open heart and feel your way through life take the head out of it, take the body out of it and just feel your way through life. There's so many different spiritual guidances and different ways to tap into spirituality. But from my experience, it's the more that you can be open, the more that you can be and mindfulness and meditation, those kind of practices, that's, that's being spiritual when you really go deeper into that. Because what you're doing is you're creating space on the inside. Instead of letting our minds just be that little chatterbox and go flat out because they will all day, they create that internal dialogue and they'll confuse the hell out of us. It'll just go crazy. So you've got to just step back from that and then say, well, what's happening with my heart? What's going on at a deeper level? How am I allowing myself to vibrate at that energetic level? Yeah, yeah. energy is the key word there, I think. Another thing you mentioned there is your life wheel earlier on. Um, and I know that the spiritual health is on your life wheel and that's, that's opened up some, 
some thoughts for you recently, hasn't it? When you've done your own life, well, you've looked at the spirituality side and you've sort of said, well, I need to work on this a little bit. So what, what is a life will and how does it, how has it changed your perception on spirituality recently? So we look at the seven key areas of life and you know, there we're talking about our physical health, our mental health, our financial health. We're talking about spiritual health, vocational, vacational. So we look at all these different areas of life and with the life wheel that I teach people like what you've done in the the mental strength training program it's a reflective process where we talk about each area and allow you to rate yourself out of 10 in each area being brutally honest with yourself and rating yourself out of 10 where you are at that time and i i've done this for, for three years probably and it's, some, it's an area that I identified with about 18 months, two years ago and thought, oh, that's an area I want to tap into. I started to reach out to spiritual mentors and tap into it a little bit. But the last couple of times I'd done my life wheel again, it was one of the areas that was lower. And I thought, I really understand the power of this. Why am I not investing my time and energy and money and resources into it more? So I thought, well, I've got to practice what I preach and that's the area that I'm diving into more. So going into that spiritual realm and doing, experiencing this eye rest yoga and uh, looking into even just things like listening to more spiritual podcasts, watching more spiritual documentaries to understand spiritual philosophy and things like that, just being more open-minded to it and and doing different practices, getting around different spiritual people. I went to the International Yoga Day the other day and I didn't do any yoga. I went and found they had these little teepees set up. It was so cool by the beach here. And one teepee was the uh, the meditation tent and understanding different aspects of meditation. And And I stayed in there for the whole whole day. I didn't even go out and do yoga. There was just different workshops every 30 to 60 minutes and I stayed in there with those instructors. and and just tapping into that and, and the eye rest yoga that I mentioned before and doing different forms of meditation. It, look, we, what we do every day is we feel our way through the day. We feel unhappy. We feel pissed off. We feel angry. We feel happy. We feel joy. We feel content. We feel gratitude, whatever it is we choose to feel. When I tap into the spirituality, I feel like I am. I feel a different energy. I'm open. I, I can't even say open-minded. It's just like I float. Marie and I had this amazing spiritual experience yesterday morning and I was walking across the road afterwards and I just, I looked at my feet and I thought, I feel like I'm floating. And then I thought, how often do you feel like you're floating? That's weird. <laughs> and that's, and how do you even create space in your mind to think that you feel like you're floating? So I might be losing people here, but seriously, if you caught the thoughts in your mind all day of, I'm not good enough, I hate the weather, life sucks, this person's judging me, all that kind of stuff. What if you could put all that aside and have feelings of, I am, I am enough, I am love, I am floating, I am energy, whatever it is, that is so much more, that's tapping into your inner resource, your inner energy. Yeah, I think... Even if you have lost one or two people there because you've gone quite deep, I think there'll be a lot of people coming on that resonate with that really, really well. And people who think that spirituality is a little bit sort of uh, 
hippie, woo-woo, whatever you might want to call it. It's purely because they haven't done it and they don't understand it yet. I, I totally agree. I think it's, it's huge and it's, it's one of the biggest things we can work on. The life wheel. I hated doing your life wheel because <laughs> I've done a few things like that. And you, you go through the list. Is that because you were brutally honest or you had trouble being brutally honest? No, I've done it twice. And I went through the first one and you'd go through and you think like things like nutrition, like obviously being nutritionist, you're like, yeah, well, that's going to be like a nine or a 10. So you go through and you tick them all off. And you're like, oh, I've done quite well there. Then you kind of go through it again. You're more honest with yourself and you think, I'll actually, yeah, maybe that's a six or a seven. Maybe, maybe I could be better with my nutrition. Maybe I could look at my gut health a little bit more than I do. And there's always room for improvement. Then you get down to relationships and you think, well, shit, that's like a two or three at the minute. That, that area needs sorting out pretty quickly because that's, that's clearly what's bringing me down on, on the days when I'm not my best. It's probably that that's doing it. And it comes down to asking yourself really tough questions or in this case, having someone put the questions in front of you and you having to answer them. But yeah, you, you put your head in the sand quite a bit. And I, I know I've done that in the past. You think, oh, that's all right. That's okay. But actually... No, it's not that shit. And that needs working on, definitely. And, and it's hard. Yeah, you're, it is hard. And that's the whole thing around people could listen to this podcast. People can listen to the podcast and say, oh, yeah, I know what to do. I know what to do. Listen to the next podcast. I know what to do. I know what to do. And then not do it. And that's why with this program, when I love being a part of it, where people, I'm working with them and I'm saying, reach out. If you're having challenges with that, reach out. Tell me what your challenges are. Let's work through it together because I know if you do the work, you'll get some change. And that's what it's about. It's not about changing, completely changing your life. It's about creating different habits that are helpful, not unhelpful. It's about getting marginal gains because if every day, I did a Facebook live on this the other day, that everything we do every day adds up to a hell of a lot or a significant amount of our time in our life. So if we're doing one unhelpful habit every day for a couple of minutes, we're doing that every day and that adds up over a lifetime. Whereas if you could shift that and you can have a couple of minutes or more of a helpful habit every day instead, that adds up to a significant positive and helpful outcome over a lifetime. So just helping people understand that from a different perspective. I teach people to think differently and that allows them when we think differently, we feel differently and therefore we behave differently and we take different actions and we create different habits and we experience life differently. Yeah. Imagine if you, I say this to my clients, you could bring in a new habit every two weeks and it doesn't have to be a big habit. It could be, it lasts you two or three minutes a day. That, that's all it is. And you do that for two weeks. Over six months, you've got like 13 new habits. You imagine how much better you'd be, Brett, if you had right now 13 things you were doing daily that improved your life. And it takes you less than 30 minutes, but 13 acts every day that improve you. How much of a better human being are you going to be for that? You're exactly right. You're spot on, mate. And that's what people, they overlook the simplicity of those things and think, no, no, there must be a different answer. And often that answer might come in a pill or that answer... They might be looking for for some magic, but in actual fact, it's those simple things. I come from high performance sport and we work at, if we look at elite athletes, the best Olympians and Paralympians in the world, they have, they do the foundations over and over again every single day and they do it really well. Even small things like sleep, they know eight to 10 hours a day, good sleep, done breathing, sweet, nutrition, 
Sweet. Mindset. Yep. Things like that, that they just, all the simple things. And then we look at movement patterns, not trying to get fancy and recreate the wheel. Let's look at the wheel that works and let's look at the pieces of the wheel that work and let's do each of those pieces really well. And guess what? You piece that all together and that wheel spins as it should. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Now, I'll tell you what, I've done quite a few podcasts now and I can tell that if I'm getting a load of information and I'm, I'm getting a buzz from it, then I know everyone listening is as well. I want to bring you back for another part if you're happy to do that. We're going to wrap up part two now and we're just going to come back for a quick part three because there's some other stuff I want to get, get from you so that the listeners can get even more information. I think it's been really valuable, mate. Mark, I'd be extremely grateful to come back and provide more information to your community. That's what I'm all about. I want to provide value. I want to impact. And if you're giving me the opportunity, I'm saying yes. Yeah, I thought you might, mate. I know it could have gone wrong live on the podcast, but yeah, I thought thought you might do that. So thanks a lot, mate. We'll, We'll catch up again in a few days' time, all right? Sounds great. Thanks again, legend. Cheers, buddy. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love Brett's energy. You might start to notice that I've started to wake up a little bit by this point in the podcast. It's probably getting on to six o'clock in the morning. I'm starting to starting to sort of feed off, off Robbo's energy there. So I'm starting to wake up. It's starting to show a little bit, I think. I just love the guy's energy. I, I love how he just inspires me, how he talks so much sense. And I said at the end of part one, please go over and check out Brett's social media. Check out his company Life as well and check out their website and definitely, definitely check out Brett's podcast. Obviously, after you've listened to all my episodes, but go over and check out Your Life of Impact. It's it's actually one of the reasons I started doing this podcast in the first place. So check it out. Absolutely. Don't go too far. Stay tuned. Subscribe to the podcast because coming up in a couple of days, we're going to have part three. The first time we've ever had a part three on the podcast with the same guest. Part three with Brett Robbo, he's going to set me a challenge in part three. It's a really relaxed part, really still very, very informative, but it's just nice and relaxed. We have a good bit of fun. And I've got to tell you, we've had some really good fun in between these podcasts as well as we've been chatting. So stay tuned, guys. Go over, subscribe, rate, review the podcast if you get a minute. Don't miss out. Part three is coming your way in a couple of days. Take care and we will speak to you again soon.